after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! BET's Being Mary Jane. It's episode three, Sparrow. I am one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. And I have two beautiful ladies with me and a special guest, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Who are you two ladies? Well, I am Tiana Hobson, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I am Char Jocelle. You can follow me on Twitter, Periscope. Facebook and Instagram at Char Says So. Yes, Vania sends her love. She's not able to be with us today, but we have a special guest. If you've been watching this season of Being Mary Jane, then you've seen this beautiful face. She is on her, the verge of replacing Mary Jane, and she did get read by Mary Jane when she moved to purse over. <laughs> Give it up for the one and only beautiful Daniela Alonso. Yay. Hello. So happy to be here. I Thanks know, Marisol Esparza. We're so excited that you're here with us. <laughs> By the way, you're like stunning. When we saw yeah. you, we are just like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. It's a lot of makeup. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't believe that. <laughs> Me either. Right, right, right. Me either. How has it been being on this new season of Mary Jane? It's been incredible. Uh-huh. I have to say they are one of the sweetest casts that I've ever met or, right. and worked with. And they're so talented. Like Gabrielle and Lisa just kill it. Yes. Every week, and Mara, of course, like it's just brilliant. I'm just very grateful mm-hmm. to have been a part of it. What was your your the process like for auditioning for this? Well, it's funny because I I went in to audition and I didn't actually have to audition. Twinkie, okay. the casting director, was like, "I just want to you know say hello," and I was like, "Oh, okay," because I worked on like. <laughs> 10 pages of dial, no? And she was like, no, it's good. We, you know, we're just really happy to have you. And I was like, this is awesome. I called Mike. I'm like, yes. I love Twinkie. That's never happened. What has the fan reaction been to having your character here? Because I know sometimes people can take their personal feelings about a character out on the actor. Well, you know what? I get it because I'm a fan of the show too. And People, I, I think they have to get to know Marisol. They, she's she's new, and so they're trying to feel her out. Some people don't love the fact that she's there to take over, but she's—I don't think she's there to take over. I just think she's there <laughs> to do her job and and see what happens. But um, I don't, they're not happy, but that's okay. I get it. 
Right. I get it. I'm not taking it personally. Right. No. And what is it? So you, I mean, you've been in so many TV shows and mm-hmm. movies and everything. What has it been like, especially uh, being on a show like this that's so diverse? You get to still be a Latina and it's and not just like ethnically ambiguous. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. I actually it, it felt really it felt like being home. Oh wow. If that makes any yeah. sense. Like I just was like so comfortable and everyone it, it just felt like everyone gets got me and I got them and it's like you don't have to do anything. You just it's almost like being at home. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, it was a beautiful feeling. Okay, so what can I know I don't want you to lose your job. Uh-huh. But what can you tell us and what can we expect from Marisol? This season. Well, you know, the thing, uh, Lisa, Mm -hmm. Lisa's character, she really loves Mary Jane. And so she kind of, you know, stands up for her friend and and, uh, gives it to me. Um, But I've always said from the very beginning, Marisol is, if this was a man, people would not be questioning her as much. I think she's just there to do her job. It's an opportunity that presented itself right, and right. Yeah. and why not take advantage of it? But I think she's got good intentions. She's not mm-hmm. she's not like out to steal someone's job. She's there to show what she can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and, for me I saw it as people are wrong at the are mad at the wrong person mm-hmm. because Marisol had nothing to do with them going Thank out you. to find someone. She's just the person they brought in. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I feel like Marisol she approaches it like that. Like mm-hmm. she for people to, you know, maybe misdirect, you know, have some misdirected feelings towards you. You're just there to do your job. You're just exactly. there to fill in for Mary Jane, you know, prime time or whatever, and it's the head honchos that are trying to, you know, we want to know what you guys think. Make sure you use the hashtag ABTVBMJ for your questions or comments. We might just shout you out on air. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, so let's get into this episode, episode three, Sparrow. This was a heavy and deep episode, you guys. So heavy. Lisa committed suicide. Mm-hmm. This is her second attempt, or that we know of, correct? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That we know of. Um, she's battled with depression and um, a few different other mental disorders. And so, when you guys, when this first started, what were your initial thoughts, everybody? Oh my God, I hope she doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, is that what you're? I I don't think my brain processed that Lisa was actually dead until she was in the coffin. Oh wow, that was like that. I'm, because for me, it was like they they weren't really saying it. I know before that happened, maybe one person said, you know, Lisa's dead, but they weren't really saying yeah. it. It was just a loop, right. like you knew it happened. So in my mind, and I guess I watch way too many fantasy shows where mm-hmm. people come back <laughs> yeah. from the dead, and I'm right, like, right, come right. on, like it's, there's blood. a twist, there's <laughs> a twist. She's not actually dead. Right. So seeing her in the coffin is when I was like, oh my gosh, we just lost Lisa. Right. For me, it was just. When I saw the the actual death hat with the foaming at the mouth and the dropping yeah. of the wine glass, I was like, oh my, because I don't think I processed what was going on, you right. know, with her eating from her. That looked like a good cheese tray, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. The cheese and gravy. <laughs> her eating from her cheese tray and getting ready for bed. I'm just like, okay, where are they going with this? It's, you it know? took me a second, too, because I was like, oh, she's getting real sexy. Where's she going? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> getting in the bed, and this? then I saw that first pill bottle. I said, oh, no. Hashtag yeah. ugly truth. I know. <laughs> so sad. So sad. So we see like at the very very beginning there's a, a 
total different opposites, I guess you can say, between Lisa and then we also see Mary Jane by herself. They're both alone. They're both, you know, it seems like Lisa was almost happy. She's Mm -hmm. in the bed. She's drinking her wine. She's smiling. Then you see Mary Jane on the flip side and she's looking in the mirror and she's struggling with putting the medicine on her cuts and her bruises. And it's like one of them is hurt physically on the outside. The other one is hurt emotionally. Mm -hmm. And you would think, oh, the physical pains are worse. But clearly we see that Lisa was going through way more than we knew. Yeah. yeah. Sad stuff about suicide. And it's sad because there was a warning last week right? Um, about it because when Mary Jane's brother brought Lisa over, he was like, you know, Ooh, we don't Mary want Jane her to go her and kill blood. herself. You know, right. and it's like when this hap- was happening, that's what ca- came into my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, as Mary Jane, yeah, th- these are the thought processes that she's having too and for that to be your friend in the last sort of conversation you had with her. Well, you know, that conversation was a direct result of Lisa's poor decision-making. And I thought that Mary Jane not only read her for filth, but it was in such an eloquent way. That was such an... Because their their friendship was, like, troubled anyway. Okay, let's not act like they were just, you know, skipping through a field of lilies. Their friendship was troubled. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was just such an eloquent way. It was snippy, yes, but it was an eloquent way to just end it. And it's just like... I mean, it sucks, but, you know, there reaches a point where... You know, you just sometimes got to do make hard decisions like that. But I don't think she was expecting Lisa, of course, to, you know, do that this week. Right. And Daniela, what did you think when you saw when Mary Jane finds out that Lisa has died and she's going through her call log? She goes through the missed calls and she sees that last missed call. That's brutal. It was so sad because I think it's just everyone's been, you know, at some point in their lives in that place where it's like that guilt. Guilt is the worst feeling, especially when you love somebody so much. And I was, I was with you guys. And like I said, I was like, I just met you. I don't want to be like crying (laughs) hysterically. So I was just like holding it together. Just like, God, it was, it was was so sad. So sad. That, that was one of the worst parts to me. The call log. It was like, this show just does such a great job of putting you in Mary Jane's shoes. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I was like, damn, like, how would I react? Like, I was, I mean, she was looking at me, but I was like, (laughs) you know, I kept getting misty eyed and I have a pound of makeup on tonight for Halloween. (laughs) This is a, y'all know I don't look like this all the time, but this is Halloween and I didn't want my makeup to streak, but I had to like kind of, you know how you got to kind of catch it because this episode had me on a roller coaster. Right. And we see that Nichelle is back. Um, Brayley Evans, shout mm-hmm. out to her. And so there's, they have kind of a meeting of the friends. Um, yeah. Nichelle's there. Um, uh, who else is there? Uh, Lisa Vidal's character is there. Um, Mark is there. Mark is there. Yeah. They're all like, they're all talking about her and they're all talking about some stuff. And, and Nichelle brings up a really good topic, especially for black women. And let me know if this is the same for Latinas as well. She says something that is like, Something that we all know as black people. We don't kill ourselves. That's just something that is kind of in the black community, which is really sad because suicide affects everybody. Mm-hmm. But she was saying, you know, I, I wore this as a badge that, you know, we don't kill ourselves. That's just one thing black people don't do. Is that something, Danielle, is that in the Latina community? Is it is it just as, I guess, just I as like understood? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Not for, at least from my family, right, right, my right, immediate, yeah. you know, right, right, right. family and friends. And it's when she said that, what did you guys think? This was something that I had been 
thirsty to attack. I couldn't wait to do the after show to, to address <laughs> this because I feel so often, this goes hand in hand with the November issue of Ebony Magazine, hashtag Cosby versus Cliff, because there's, you know, mixed reaction about that cover because a lot of the times in our community, the black community, we don't like talking about things. We don't like addressing things, whether it be right. mental illness, LGBT issues, like these things affect everybody, not just one race or sect of people. Right. So mental illness is very real in the black community and so often we don't like addressing it because a lot of black people I mean let's just call it for what it is a lot of black people don't like going to therapy or they don't, or they don't believe in it right they believe in going to the church altar which is nothing is wrong with that but the therapists and the psychologists are there for a reason right, right. and um, I just thought that was very interesting for her to pinpoint that because like I said I, I, I when she said that that literally looped me back into the big debate about the November issue of Ebony and how we as a culture just don't like talking about things for whatever reason. We just don't like talking about, you know, rape and and mm-hmm. molestation and LGBT and mental illness. I don't know why we're like that. It's why we're right. programmed like yeah, that. Yeah, it's very true because, I mean, you can, I look at factors in my own family of, like, there's things that we just don't talk about. It happened. Everyone just kind of, like, acknowledges it in their own way. And I was having a conversation with one of my Caucasian friends the other day because he went to start seeing a therapist and he was like, oh my gosh, it's so therapeutic just to talk to someone, like just to get things off my chest that I don't want to bug you with. You should go see a therapist. And I was like, black people don't do that. (laughs) And then I was like, wait. This black person does. (laughs) And I was like, wait a second. And he was like, what? I've never heard that before. I was like, it's just something that like we just as a culture don't, openly at least mm-hmm. talk about yeah. going to do it. Right, yeah. We might be doing it behind closed doors, but that's the other issue is that we do a lot of things behind closed doors and it's like, we want our private business to stay our right. private business, but we want your private business to be our public life. Right. Like, I don't care if you tell me all the juicy mm-hmm. stuff in your life, but you're not going to find yeah. out about mine. Right. Well, I think also it has to do with the families being, it's not just usually in Latino families and mm-hmm. um, it's not just like a nuclear family. You have mm-hmm. a huge family, so you have people that you talk to and you can turn to. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to outside places. But then that creates this like environment where you don't reach. Not everybody's yeah. qualified. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Your aunt, your, yeah. your cool aunt <laughs> who's easy to talk to may not be the most qualified person to kind of, you know, hash out your issues right, to. Right, right. She may be misdirecting you and misguiding yeah. And, and worsening essential, essentially what's going on. Right. And then the misconception that a lot of people have that suicide is weakness. Yeah. Like, that oh, was you're a good weak. Quote. You just, you know, and I was like, oh, that, is, I'm glad Cara said it because it's an illness. It's an illness. You know, it's some people are going through things. So for us to be like, oh, you took the easy way out. You mm-hmm. just killed yourself. That's, That's trash. Rough. That's trash. Yeah. That's a trash way of thinking. Right, right. And I don't, I mean, when people say that's the easy way out, that takes a lot of strength to be able <laughs> to do that because I, in my state right now, cannot imagine putting myself through that and actually going through with the act of hurting myself. Right. I get mad if I, like, cut myself with my own nail. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, that's the worst pain ever, and I can't <laughs> take it. So <laughs> to, to actually go through with, you know, Or to be that suicide. emotionally low. Yes. Because yeah. the way that I see it, being, of course, a person who's not suicidal, the way that I see it, if I release it, just looking at that scene, I would be like, oh, I, I was just playing, like, I take it back. You know, after she popped all the pills and drank the wine, like, what if she changed her mind? Yep. But to be that emotionally low where you've made up your mind and you're like, look, this is this is it. This is it. This is what I'm going to do. And it's, it's very sad. It, it tugs at my heart, honestly. So then we see also with that that um, Mary Jane's mom says we killed her. Mm-hmm. 
Is there any truth to that statement, Daniela? No, but that's just an old school way of thinking, mm-hmm. I think. You just put everything on yourself or you're wrong or, you know, it's just, it's, my grandmother was like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just grew, yeah. yeah. It's, I just think it's old The school. only reason why I'm going to disagree with you, Daniela, is because I feel like Mary Jane's mom might have been coming from the perspective of, remember how Mary Jane was speaking at the eulogy and said that we should all basically live in our truth. She believes that the mountain of lies is essentially what led to the demise of Lisa. And so maybe her mom meant that in the way of we weren't honest. Like her, maybe her mom knows that Lisa was molested by her. St- I'm going to imagine that the mom does know that. Right. Um, Mary Jane's mom. Yeah. So maybe I was looking at it from that angle. Like when, when she said we killed her, maybe by not addressing, maybe not by not talking about, maybe not mm-hmm. being there for her in the way that we could have or the way that we should have. Maybe from that angle. Uh, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I kind of agree. I don't know. I, I want to say that they did partake in killing her. Let me tell you why. Because I, even though Mary Jane went through something so horrible, she was, you know, she had just gone through this car accident. Her face is jacked up. Her job is in jeopardy. When your friend is suicidal, you know she's tried to commit suicide before. Mm-hmm. You know she's not in the right mental state. You have an obligation, even when you're going through your own stuff, to go, you know what? I'm going through a lot, but let me put that to the side. My friend might kill herself. That's a lot to ask of someone. It, it is a lot to ask. Yeah. But if that's your best friend, if that is your sister, yeah, as she says, then that's that's just what you do. But when you look at the bigger picture of Mary Jane, she's just a, a typically emotionally unavailable to a lot of stuff. So she killed her. In certain, but you know what? what? (laughs) Look at it like this because I would have been mad at Lisa too. Okay, yes, you are suicidal, but does that put into question the decisions that you make as far as, you know, dipping and doing it with with what you know is mine with David? Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm not going to let you sit up there and, you know, have a good time with my man or my situationship and be like, oh, well, you know, she is suicidal. So let me just let that ride. Let me not address that. No, I'm going to call you to the carpet about your shit. And she did. So I appreciate Mary Jane for doing that because it had to be addressed. But it's really sad because if, if think about it, if your best friend killed themselves and you had just had a fight. Yeah. That's awful. yeah. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you process that? How do you begin to process that? You go to therapy. <laughs> right. <Yes. Definitely. laughs> right. 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 Seriously. <laughs> That's exactly what you That's mean. a lot. So I don't know. Just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, she was going through a lot for herself, but if your friend is going through something and you know your friend is not mentally stable, I think that there's there's a lot of factors into it, and because Lisa was mentally unstable and had attempted suicide before, it's not completely on Mary Jane. Because if it wasn't this, it would have been something else that triggered Lisa mm-hmm. into getting to the point of you know having enough and going through with this. So I can't say that I blame Mary Jane. I'm kind of with Daniela on this. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't this, it would have been something else. Something and until she got the treatment and help that she actually right. needed, there was no avoiding this for Lisa. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then we also see that Mary Jane heads over to Lisa's house. We see the cheese tray. We mm. see, you know, we see the, the sheets with the wine spilled yeah. on the side. Ooh, it's rough. Mm. Um, but we also meet Lisa's mom and her stepfather, Charles. Tina Knowles' husband. Tina Knowles' husband and Kevin. Tina Knowles' That's Solange and Beyonce's stepdaddy. Charles. Next step is Beyonce coming on the show. Right. Beyonce's going to be on the show. Oh, my God. One degree separation from Beyonce now, guys. I know. How awesome is that? Did you guys see, under when he came into the picture, and, of course, we see that Lisa hasn't talked to her family in over 15 years. Yeah. Did you guys immediately go to, okay, there must be some kind of molestation rate? No, I didn't. You did? I did. Not because I I 
worked on it. Yeah. I just knew. It's just... Hey, that's what I read from yeah. it. I was like, you know, there's some weird here. You're calling him Charles, yeah. not dad. Like, it's, Maybe I'm naive. Know, I, I didn't look at it like that. I, I really? literally wrote, Charles, what happened? <laughs> and you know what? That's why I was saying, because you guys know I didn't take notes. I just jotted it, but I live tweeted it. And so I asked, I wonder what's going on, you know, what's going on between Charles and, you know, Lisa. And of course, people uh, tweeted me, but luckily the scene had already passed. But I'm like, oh, right. spoiler, y'all could have saved All that. Right. And then, when, of course, when he's, you know, Mary Jane says it's either him or me at this funeral. Yeah, that's heavy. That's when I was like, oh, it's def- there's definitely some molestation or something going on there. And when her mother goes to the, Lisa's mother goes to the car and she talks to Charles about him not attending. Did you guys think that he really wouldn't come? No, I knew he was going. Really? Yeah. I didn't think I, he was going to come. I thought he wasn't going to come. I mean, at this point, I thought it was her actual father. Uh, not me too. to say that there's a difference where like a stepfather can't be in you right, know, right, step right, in right, a right. great way. But I'm thinking, like, of course her dad is going to be there. There's no way he's going to miss this. And then later on, finding out that about the whole truth of it and stepfather. I guess that's why I didn't think mol- molestation. Uh, I thought also, because I, was, I thought it was her biological father. For Even still, I was just like, what other reason would you have for not speaking to your father and your mother for 15 years? And then for Mary Jane to be so upset if this man stepped foot in that church for... Uh, I was yeah. like, it has to be something like of that magnitude. And for him to dismiss it. Like, when he was in the car, he was like, you know your daughter mm-hmm. is bipolar with a wild imagination. Mentally or unstable. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. my thing is, that must have been something for Lisa. And I know someone that's very close to me who uh, was molested kind of like in that type, nine, age 9 to 16 type thing. And she has her own issues as far as with her mother. Like, that must be some type of cross to bear to to know that your mother chose to stay with the man right because we're gonna assume that she told her mom if mary jane knew no no because you see in the car when he says you know all that stuff you bring it up stuff he's dividing our family like so the mom knew obviously you know that's painful watching that is pain because i cannot imagine i'm not a mom but i cannot imagine if i were a mom putting my child's safety and mental health in jeopardy for what Mm -hmm. a man right 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 what? Are you kidding me? But there's so many women that do it. Right. I mean, if Danielle, we're going to be honest. You know, this show brings up so many different topics. Whew, Every episode, there's real... Every episode. Yes. What So far, what has been your a topic that's been very real and near and dear to you that you've seen in this show? Um, it actually... Uh, the the episode where she was getting her eggs um, oh. when they were checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of just got me, like, thinking about it, and I actually did that. Really? I, because of that episode, it inspired me. I was like, I just, I want to be in control of my life and right. what I do with yeah. my but I don't want to be rushed into that episode like changed everything for me did and you, I was like I'm doing it did you what? put sperm so you, in the freezer too no just <laughs> so you froze your eggs I did because of that episode oh my gosh wow. how crazy is that so like what does that consist of do you really have to go through all the treatment the hormonal treatments and everything yes like that? but it wasn't it wasn't as I, the, the doctors that I went they were fantastic and it wasn't as crazy as I thought it would be you just right. basically you go in you get checked out I was of course doing it for a different reason okay. I did I don't have any issues. Right. I was just doing it so you know to safeguard so that I actually can have kids when I want to. Right. Um, so I'm lucky in that respect. But they just you just take shots for ten days. 
They're mm-hmm. not fun. It right, hurts. Right. <laughs> and then after that, you go in for a little procedure, and a few hours later, you wake up, and it's it's done. So then they, like, what do they do? They just they have your eggs, them. and they put them in a freezer they somewhere. Freeze them. And label <gasps> them with your name. Yeah. Wow. Do you tell them, like, how many eggs to take, or are they choose? Well, they take as many as, as you ca- you have oh. in, in that cycle. So, wow. Yeah. So you could be, like, literally, like, 60 years old. I'm like, you know what? Well, I've had kids. Like, you know it's good. They're good for about five to seven years. Yeah. Like that's oh, a good. Okay. You know, they don't know past that. Right, right, right. So for a good healthy baby, you know, and that's just a, just in case. That's not a. But that that episode, like, really, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I know what she's. I get it, and I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to go through that. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Did you tell Mara Brockakilis when you were on the show? What did this she happened say? after? I did it after. Ah, oh, what did she say? I, I. She doesn't know. Oh, she doesn't, she know. doesn't know. Now what? Yes. Thank you, Mara. <laughs> I know when you have your baby, you can be like, Mara. Yes, thank you. Hopefully it's natural, but if not, if then not, you know what? You got five to seven years to make up That's your right. mind. That's plenty of time <laughs> That's to think. Right. right. See, yeah. all these issues that this, this show brings it's up. It's so relatable. Yeah. I know. It's I disgusting love how relatable it is. It really <laughs> right, is. Right, right, And I, here's the second time that we actually brought up suicide on this show because before it was Terrence, um, her friend, who was also a, a journalist who went through some trouble for lying, plagiarizing, that kind of thing. He killed himself, and so mm-hmm. now this is the second episode that we're talking I about suicide. About yeah, so it's this is heavy, and I, I, I want to ask Mara when she comes on this show. We're putting it out there. Hey, Mara. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, why suicide has been such a recurring topic? Mm. I don't know, but we'll find it's, out. It's something that need. It's so relevant in the world when they talk about it, and it. I feel like they pull things from what's happening. In right. And life. it's stirring up conversation because she knows who her target audience is. Hello, yeah. BET. <laughs> so it's stirring up necessary conversations in certain households. Right. Right. So we go on to the scene where we see actually see Lisa in the casket mm. looking stunning. That was good. Was nothing worse. Angelic. Like, nothing no. worse than going to a funeral and it's open casket and you have to ask who is that. <laughs> I mean, can we be honest? I can't laugh. I'm not supposed oh. to laugh. Can we be honest? I mean, it happens sometimes, like but she looked and she looked bomb. You know, that is why. Not to get off topic, but that is why I told my mother in the unfortunate event that I you know, leave the earth before her. Please cremate me because I don't want to be that case. I don't want to be that case. You know, when you walk up to the cast and they're like, that's not Char. So who is that in there? Right, right, right. So then we have David who um, is talking to Mary Jane and they have this whole conversation. Okay, I need your guys' thoughts about what happened with this conversation. He says to Mary Jane, you know, was it your fault? And then she's like, wait a minute. I know it wasn't my fault, but why are you making it seem like it wasn't our fault? Yep. Did you think she was realistic with what she was saying, or do you think she was overreacting? Daniela. I, I see both sides of it. I, okay. I, 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 I didn't take it that way. I, right. I thought he was really trying to comfort her. But then the more she talked, the more I was like, no, you're right. right. You're right. You know him better than anybody. Yes. I'm happy you said that to him. I, I mean, yeah. that's, that was what was going through my mind as I was watching it. Right. I had kind of the same reaction, but I don't think that at least, I mean, everyone on the, everyone who has been watching the shows knows that I love me some David. Um, <laughs> he is, So right. I don't think that he meant it the way it came out, and I think that because Mary Jane had been bottling up her mm-hmm. emotions and not processing that her best friend was dead that it just all came out at the same time and it all got taken out on him, which 
all she always bottles everything up and then everything comes out on David when he does one thing wrong. And maybe it was a misguided step in him using the wrong pronoun there. But I think he's also saying, like, you know it's not your fault. Like, he's dealt with the fact that, like, it's not my fault either. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting you know it's not your fault. But he, he probably should have said the it's wrong not person. Our, yeah, it was coming from the wrong person. Yeah, but was, see, here's the thing. I would have agreed with that had David not said he, he was just quiet. So I didn't understand if, if she's saying this to you and you're like, wait, this is coming out of left field. When Mary Jane says the whole you know, you basically did this, you wanted her money, and this one blowjob, and he didn't say anything. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. This, was was David this? the one in her phone when she, at the beginning of the episode when it was like, get rid Let of him? him. Go. Yeah. So that's crazy yes. that oh, she had to deal with him again in such unfortunate circumstances. But it's like, while, every time she tried to let him go, something happens. But I'm saying, what, but the universe even, pulling them together, yeah. saying they're meant to but be. But he is trifling. He is. But he is so fine. But that is no excuse. <laughs> know your worth. Know so, anyway, your worth. so do you guys think that there was some validity to what she was saying yes. as far as him getting money from Lisa? Oh, wait. I don't um, think that. Because she, she says, like, you know, you basically did this for money, this one blowjob. If that's all I know. My about. thought process, because I will say it again, I'm a David fan. If someone's that angry and emotional and going off on you, you're, it's not worth fighting. Yeah. It's not okay. worth going back and I being agree. like, hey, this point is wrong, this point, because they're not hearing you. Mm-hmm. You just right, have to right. let her get it out, express herself, move on, get to a new day where she's calmer, and then I'm sure they're going to have another conversation and it's going to be fine. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And if you guys love the programming here on AfterBuzz TV, make sure you watch our sister station, Black Hollywood Live. It's the first African American network where we have broadcasting for all different types of topics. We've got a show about fashion, show about politics, show about sports, show about geeky, nerdy tech stuff, and then a show that I'm on called Next, where we interview up and coming actors and artists in the industry. So make sure you guys watch Black Hollywood Live. It's blackhollywoodlive.com. You can also search it on YouTube, follow, subscribe, and it's at BHL Online for all social media. Yeah, make sure you guys check it out. It's a great network. Yeah, Megan's, Megan's awesome on the show next. Oh, <laughs> you're so nice. She's so amazing on that show. You're so funny. So yes. make sure you guys check that out. All right, um, let's talk about the actual funeral. Mm. The wig snatcher. That's what I call it. What do you mean? <laughs> the wig, because it made me want to snatch off my wig and throw it on the ground. <laughs> it's the wig snatcher. When oh she my did gosh. her eulogy, oh. I was like, the tears were flowing, and I felt Man. like I needed to get relaxed like I'm at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Nichelle's singing. We walk into the church. Everyone's there. Which is interesting, because she's saying, you know, his eyes on the sparrow. And mm-hmm. what's the actress's name again? Uh, Brayley Michelle? Evans. Brayley Evans was also in Sparkle, the remake with Jordan Sparks and Whitney Houston. And Whitney Houston sang his eyes on the sparrow in the church. So I thought mm-hmm. I connected the dots. That was a little full circle yes, for me. Yes, girl. Everybody's singing his eyes on the sparrow. That's <laughs> Like, that's like the universal black uh, yeah. song. song. Well, Sister Church Act song 2 period. really kicked it off for right. a lot of the youth, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lord and so then we also see that, uh, by the way, mom looked stunning with her, oh, I don't know yes. what that headpiece was yeah. she had on, but it was stunning. Wait, which Ma- mom? Mary Jane's mom. By the way, I saw her in person last Saturday at Diva Simply Singing. That's a bad 71-year-old. Yes. She is beautiful. Yes. Really. Yes. Really. Margaret Avery is stunning. Um, so we also see that Charles has made his way into the church. Girl. <laughs> and you know, it, it, when Mary Jane 
when she, when the pastor said everyone's welcome here, I could just see it like brewing. Like Mary Jane's like, All right. <laughs> right. Ooh, when they have to walk, you right. Yeah. You welcome. When that happened, I was like, ooh, Mary Jane, what you gonna do? Right. What are you gonna do? Because you could do? see it in her face when she was walking down yeah. the aisle to go to her seat. Because like, you saw she had the note cards in her hand, and mm-hmm. I was like, stick to the script. <laughs> right. Stick right. to the script. Don't go off book. This is the house but, of the Lord, and everyone is welcome. Right. Yeah. right. Tell her everyone's welcome. She's like, okay, I got you. Okay, I'm gonna hit you for showing up. I hope the truth is welcome up in (laughs) here too. Since everyone welcome, I hope the truth is too. Right. And so uh, Mary Jane says a lot of profound things in the eulogy that she gives to um, Lisa. One of the things she said is that you know we didn't we didn't listen to her truth. We weren't. It's like if we were to hear her truth fully, then we would have done something. But we didn't really want to do anything, so we didn't really listen to it. I feel like that's so true for a lot of people every day. But I feel like Lisa would have had to kind of lead that charge, kind of. Be- with being an adult woman, with being a grown woman, it's not like you can force her to therapy or what what have you. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a grown... But, but, but you can be a better friend. I yes, think, I think okay. Mary Jane could... You know, she said for the last year, she didn't really talk to this person. Yeah. yeah. She could have been a better friend. Yeah. And, when, sorry, um, and just what she said about asking someone, how are you? I mm-hmm. ask people, how are you? Every single day, fifty times a day, because it's a mechanical thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. How are you? You know, you my say that isn't mechanical. Yeah. yeah, and then you don't. I feel like you go through life just mechanically saying this, and you're not actually focusing on people and being like, "Wait a second, like, what's going on? Right? Tell me about like yeah. your life. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's happening. It just becomes so mechanical that like, as soon as I say, "How are you?" I also tune you out. Yeah. Right. Well, see, I'm not that... See, okay, with me, you wouldn't be able to get away with that because I'm the wrong person to ask how are you if you're not prepared to listen. But no, but that's what I'm saying. So that's kind of how, like, what Mary Jane is saying. Like, oh, I didn't really want to know what was going on. So I'm just... Oh, well, buckle up if you ask Char. Okay, well, thank you. I won't be asking you. That's how it goes from a year of not really talking to her because you really don't want to hear. So, uh, oh, Danielle, what... in, In that eulogy, was there anything that stuck out to you that Mary Jane said? Uh, I... It, I honestly, I was just so like it was so profound and beautiful yes. what she was saying that I was just going along for the ride. I wasn't mm-hmm. right. I was right. just in it. I can't think of like a specific thing. Mm-hmm. It was just for your incredible. character and coming up episodes. Did you have any any monologue where you were just like, "This is it. Like this is like a Papa Pope monologue." Uh, <laughs> I do have one. Um, and it's it, not a monologue. It was a dialogue with Lisa, but it's pretty. I was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> yes, finally. And then, you know, I don't get the last word. Right. <laughs> we, and we that. see a little bit of that in the preview. Yes. We, and I'm like, yes, the Latinas. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, let's see how this turns out. So much fun working with her. Um, it really was. She's you guys great. are stunning, by the way. You guys are like pastor sisters, you know? Well, you know really what's so funny? Because when I showed up my first day, um, Mario Van Peoples was uh, directed my first episode. And they were like, oh, yeah. And as soon as I walked up, I was like, hi, guys. And they were like, oh, no. I was like, what? (laughs) And they were like, you guys look like you could be sisters. Right. I was like, oh, God. Does that mean? Do I leave? Do I? Am I fired? Yeah. (laughs) But. She's beautiful. I know. I stunning. Both of you guys are stunning, stunning. Um, so, yeah, Mary Jane says some really profound things. She also puts it out there that Charles molested Lisa. And I felt like, yeah, you just got rid because that you deserve that. You shouldn't have came. She Did anyone, you. I, I, when that whole thing was going down, for me, I don't know about anybody else, but I didn't feel too bad for the mother. 
You did or you didn't? I did not. I didn't either. I was like, she was wailing. Right now. Right. Like, she was wailing. It probably was like. I mean, part of me. Not, <laughs> I, I get it. She's a mother. She right, lost right. her baby, but I it just. It probably was like a harsh like, slap in the face. I mean. You know, because sometimes you can suppress things for years, and she's stuck by this abusive man yeah, that right. was abusing her daughter, and now it's like, oh, someone's in the pulpit, and is, and it was probably a harsh, like I said, like a, a figurative slap across the face. Because she didn't stop crying that whole not a, time. Not insulting, yeah. but kind of like, here's the mirror. Yeah. Like, face yeah. the truth. And We're it, here. It goes back to the whole, you know, black people not... Talking, talking about things. and putting right, things out right. in the open. Yeah. So now she's in a room full of people who she's gone about life acting like everything's happy yep. and go lucky and her family doesn't have these issues. And now the whole room yep. full of some strangers now know her now business. Now it's up right. to their interpretation right. and what they're going to do about and it. And they had decided, too, not to let everyone know how Lisa actually died. Health they, issues. Yeah, it was health issues. They're not telling people that it was a the suicide. Truth. And that's sad too. I feel like you know, just to lie about that and to be—I feel like that's like it's how we're programmed. And it's so sad to be like, "Oh, she died from health issues." When this clearly, this woman had problems, and you're now who else are you hurting by not? But being when people hear like, "Oh, she died from a suicide," do you think that like people reacting to it, their reaction becomes different than like, "Oh, oh she yeah, died," and it was depending on their faith. <laughs> um, people will that will determine their reaction but I feel like if you say health issues people are going to be like what you know Lisa was only 34 what, what do you it's mean so health healthy, issues yeah. but they're going to ask questions if it's a suicide too well what drove her to this yeah. what was going on people are going to pry either way but to make it look better to make the family look good right, it's just right. health issues wait so you know for a heavy episode like this what do you take away from it when you see this what what how do you leave this what do you do First of all, I'm going to call up some of my friends <laughs> who I haven't talked to in a while because I am notorious for getting busy and re- mm. forgetting to reply to text messages and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I just want to let my people know that I do know, I do love them and I do care. And even though I'm busy, I can, I can, I have to find time to make time I'll for I'll be them. expecting that call tonight. <laughs> um, no, except for you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Shai? Um, I just took away from it, you know, bringing back to my initial point, how we as a community and we as a culture don't really like discussing stuff. Mm -hmm. So I looked at this as a huge conversation starter. I always like when feathers are ruffled in the black community in particular, because it's it's like you can't approach things with, you know, like this, like fair weather approach. You have to be controversial in order to really stir up a dialogue. So I'm going to be looking forward to all of the tweets and stuff and all of the conversation tomorrow, you know, like the water cooler talk about this particular episode because it's raising awareness for suicide prevention. It's raising awareness for, you know, um, tying up loose ends, so to speak. And it's just, you know, like I said, it's getting, it's having, forcing people to have necessary conversations. And that's what I really took away from this episode. What about you, Daniela? I'm still trying to process (laughs) what I saw, but I, it's, I I think that um, for me, it's all about, you, what you put out there is what you will get back. So if you, because I, I mean, I grew up, you know, in a household where it's like if you cry, that's a weakness. Right. If you, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And so for me, like being vulnerable and being open towards, you know, people that you just meet or or friends and keeping that going will allow them to be able to do the same. Right. So right. I just have to try to keep. Th- this reminded me of that to try to just keep on that path, keep doing that to be open for others so that they can be open 
yeah. with me and vice versa. Yes. Let us know what you guys think. Make sure you tweet. And also, when you watch this episode on YouTube, there's some right below. There's a little spot for you to post your comments. Make sure you post your comments because we just might shout you out on the next episode of our recap right here on After Buzz TV. Daniela, thank you so much thank for you. joining yeah. us yeah. today. It's great. And I have to say this because I used to do the recap for After Buzz TV for Revolution mm-hmm. on NBC. Yeah. And you were my favorite character, Nora Aww. Clayton. I love <laughs> you, and you. I was really sad when you died, I'm and I was like, you. no, this can't be life. I know. What I do you have? What other projects do you have upcoming? Well, I, I shot a pilot called Animal Kingdom okay. for TNT, oh. and we find out in December if we're going. Okay, we're going to put that out there. Yes, yes it's Animal out. Kingdom. Yes. It's an awesome show. Uh-huh. It's a great show. Mm. So we'll see. Any movies coming up? No movies. Okay. But Paul Blart is on DVD. Yes. Yeah. Rent it. Mall Cop. What do you like doing more on movies or TV shows? It's funny because when I do TV shows, I want to work on movies. And when I'm working on movies, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I miss TV. <laughs> right, right, I love right. both. They're, 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 I mean, it's a great job. Did you always know you are going to be an actress? I did. You did. Yep. Did your family support you? Yeah, but they're like, you know what? It's the same as if I was a doctor or uh-huh. a lawyer. They're like, just it's your job. Just, yeah. you know, have fun. Do right, what you want right, to right. do. So, right, right, right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. And before we get out of here, also, where can all of your fans find you? Oh, God. I just started Instagram. So <laughs> I can tell the Twitter because you gave me the wrong Twitter. I did. Yeah. You, Sorry. Put, you put an underscore in it. It's, it's That's my Instagram. Right. Well, she did that for Twitter. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm clicking Sorry. your profile. It's like this profile doesn't exist. I'm like, let me look this girl up. <laughs> so it's Daniela Alonso, I, I believe, on Twitter and Daniela underscore Alonso at Instagram. I'm terrible at this, but yes. it's all right. I'll get better. No, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. The underscore, it's her first and last name. The underscore is on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. The no underscore is on Twitter. On Twitter. (laughs) And then before we get out of here, you two, what are your predictions for next week? Okay. TV predictions. So I think that. Lisa's family is going to be sticking around for a bit because Ooh. her brother Ken kind of gave some looks tonight that I was like, okay, you're going to play a part in this later on in some oh, way. I like that. He's okay. not going away that quickly. Okay. Um, I'm also really excited to see Jill Scott next week. Um, yes. yes. I'm like, hello, love her. And then um, I have to say that um, when they said MJ um, kisses her first white boy, I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> better put I kiss, some I kiss cream some in that boys. cup. It's fun. Do it. You do you, MJ. My prediction, I agree with uh, Tiana. I don't think that the family's going away that easily. Maybe they'll last one more episode. But mm-hmm. I think that MJ's obviously going to make a fresh start. You see she's rocking a bob. Now yeah. she's in the club. <laughs> With the yes. cranberry and vodka in her hand and doing her thing. <laughs> yes. So I just predict that she is going to still be unpacking and dealing with Lisa's death, but it's going to be a little bit more freeing. Maybe she'll do a hard cry in the first five minutes and then decide she wants to go from 27 inches to a bob. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Any any predictions from you, Daniela? They could be totally wrong or totally right. Uh, <laughs> right, but I predict that one of you is correct. Oh, what is this? <laughs> okay, my prediction is that Mary Jane is yeah, she's she's going to be, I guess, grieving in her own way, but it's gonna be destructive because it wouldn't be Mary Jane if it wasn't destructive. Um Marisol is going to get into it and she's gonna be sticking around for five more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's on your IMDb. Yep. 
And then, oh, Mark. Mark, I guess, has Mark. a sex scandal. Oh, yeah. That's going to yes. be good. So it was we'll... so funny when he was like, girl, uh, let me show you how to do this. How I get rid of my trade, girl. You know what I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, not the trade. So, yes, he's going to, oh, it's going to be the the French dude that he yeah. said he mm-hmm. met. So, yeah, there's going to be some issues with that. So, we'll see. I'm so excited. Yes, me too. Okay, where can we find you guys? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me on everything. First of all, go to charsesso.com, youtube.com backslash charsesso, and then Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope at charsesso. So easy, you know? <laughs> you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. Danielle, thank you so thank much you. for joining thank us. Thank you. Stunning. So keep, much fun. We're so excited to see you on the rest of the season. We'll be rooting for you, Marisol. Not, yes. not too much, though. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. Mary J's our girl. Yeah, no. <laughs> but a lot. We'll be really Maybe fun. a little sideshow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring Revolution back, by the way. Anybody watching? <laughs> any, any Revolution fan? <laughs> any last you. words before you leave? I just had such a blast. Thank you all so much. It was awesome. Oh, thank, thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next week for Being Mayor Jane Recap right here. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.